Records Management Systems, or RMS, gather and store reliable data, which in turn allows for measured planning and informed policing, as well as the capability to track trends and detect changes in crime patterns. Each RMS utilizes its own reporting methodology, but in less than two years, every agency RMS must employ a new methodology called the National Incident-Based Reporting System. Welcome to HXGN Radio. My name is Brian, and today we will be joining Zach Nichols as he interviews Ben Van Horn, U.S. Director of RMS Technology and Implementations, as well as Gina Stedman, Product Manager. Both are from Hexagon's Safety and Infrastructure Division. I'm joined here on HXGN Radio by Ben Van Horn, U.S. Director of RMS Technology and Implementations, and Gina Stedman, Product Manager, both from our Hexagon Safety and Infrastructure Division. Thank you both for joining us today. So I want to start with a general question regarding RMS. Can you explain for our audience the purpose um, at a 30,000-foot view um, of their reporting methodologies? Well, I think it's good to understand that, you know, there's all types of data um, that uh, agencies are required to um, to collect. And though that data can be from the regional level, from their internal agency level, all the way to state level, and now, you know, obviously to federal level. Agencies use this um, for, you know, to argue for more resources because, you know, you need, um, you know, you have to write reports, you spend time writing those reports and so forth like that. If you can qualify how much time you're doing something, then you can get more uh, resources and, and so forth like that. So you can have more officers out in the field and it just qualifies that. And for, you know, being able to show for funding and for additional resources downstream, you can also have data sharing from, uh, for trend crime reporting, for detectives, for all sorts of user base within the RMS system itself. Um, okay, so so before we started, and our audience doesn't have this pleasure, but before we started, the acronym for the National Incident-Based Reporting System, I pronounced it as NIBRS? NIBRS? NIBRS. NIBRS. Okay, yes. NIBRS. So yeah. how does NIBRS differ from previous reporting methodologies? Because up until this point, uh, agencies were typically using UCR, the crime reporting program protocol. Sure. So while many states implemented, you know, custom UCR, all states had to adhere to a federal guideline at a minimum. Sure. Uh, the main difference with UCR and NIBRS, UCR really only re- uh, required them to report one uh, crime at the federal level based on a, a rules hierarchy. Uh, NIBRS allows for uh, all crimes now to be reported in an incident and expands the capabilities to track trends and crime patterns. So not only does this help information at the local agency level to provide better services uh, from a resource standpoint, but also allows the state and federal uh, governments to provide additional services and support based on crime trends found in the more granular reported data. Okay. Um, and so as we're shifting to this change, what are agencies going to be responsible for once they start implementing this new methodology? So police agencies will be responsible for collecting a lot more data elements now. Um, it's going to be more stringent data validation, the process required. Uh, the NIBRS validation or the guidelines, while around for a while, will provide agencies with new methodology and a very comprehensive set of rules uh, the incident reports must meet. So the rules will ensure data is consistently reported across all agencies, um, so that they, you know, it's a consistent um, data collection across uh, the nation at this point. Okay, um, and obviously this is a this is an improvement, right? <laughs> I Absolutely, mean, yeah. yeah. Um, and and in terms of implementing this, then 
can you walk us through the steps that agencies are going to have to take in order to fully transition over to a new record management system? Sure. So there are a number of key points to take into consideration when, when you're implementing a new RMS. Okay. Um, and we're, we're talking, you know, both at a new RMS level as well as with NIVRS guidelines and things like that. Sure. Um, you know, agencies have to be cognizant of the fact, do they want to convert their legacy data? Um, you know, can this, it can be a fairly uh, resource intensive and, and costly component on the, of the implementation. Many agencies feel their legacy data is just not clean enough uh, to bring forward, um, you know, especially with the new validation rules and how will it play in with, with their previously existing data. Yep. So they have to weigh the pros and cons and, and be aware of, of um, all the effects that that decision may have on their implementation. Um, an agency also needs to be sure that they have appointed, you know, a good team that consists of folks who understand all aspects of their agency, uh, the agency's business processes, as well as all their integration points. Too often, agencies um, put implementation teams that either no longer understand their current business processes or maybe never really did. Um, and in these situations, decisions on, on how to implement this new system can be very costly and um, cause either end user frustration or maybe some rework downstream. Sure. I mean, and that's a great point. And, and that leads me to, I think, an important question to consider. Would you say that right now these agencies are aware of the investment it's going to take in order to make this transition? No, I think that they, um, when they look at implementing a new RMS, they look at the investment as a, a cost perspective as what they're purchasing. But I don't know that they're always aware of, of the investment that they have to put into from a resource perspective. And I think they have to be more cognizant and thinking long term as to that they have to invest not only at a cost, you know, financial aspect, but also at a resource level to make this successful. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, so for agencies that need to be Nibbers compliant, right? Nibbers? Nibbers. Nibbers. Yeah. Ah, so close. <laughs> Nibbers compliant. Uh, what, are, what are some of the things that they want to be keeping in mind as they're transitioning to this new RMS? So they have to be aware of, of the, the, from an entry point standpoint, their officers are going to be um, asked to adhere to standards that are well beyond anything they, they're used to. So you have to be aware of the fact that now you've got a user base that you have to train up and bring on board. You have to have, um, so you have to spend a lot of time up front gaining your agency's um, understanding of what this new world is going to look like for them, uh, training them on the new rule set, uh, and then also having them understand from a field level what they're going to be involved with. This can cause a lot of frustration at the officer level because they're not used to this level of entry and it causes frustration from the standpoint that um, they want to just be out there doing their daily job and, and working calls and this can inject new time intensive work on their part. Yeah, yeah and I want to add to that I mean as a former officer right I mean right. you know typically we don't we don't necessarily care about you know the end game and and when we're completing our reports and, and things like that. So we need to understand at the high, at, at a high level and also down in, you know, further levels to understand that why we're doing this, why are we having to fill out X, Y, or Z? Yeah. And um, so that we can, you know, so if they can articulate that to us, then it makes, you know, as an officer, then uh, we're able to understand and say, okay, we need to make sure that this data and that the input that we're, providing is correct and accurate and everything else and that's where this comes in you know the rules base and we can as we're working through on-call records it, it helps us with that right so then i have this question um in terms of making the transition would you say gina that at the lower level that 
it's not just understanding from the agency level, from from the higher ups moving on down to say, here's what we need to do to make this transition. Does there also have to be some conversation at that officer level oh, certainly. in order to make that work? Yeah, because, you know, as, as an officer, you want to understand why am, why am I having to do X, Y, and Z, right. you know, if, if and especially if it's an, an additional step or additional reporting thing that, you know, I haven't had to ordinarily do in the past. So if you can articulate why I'm having to do that sure. um, to that officer, then they'll say, okay, I get this. And if, if this is going to help us get more officers out on the road because, you know, we're having to do all of this, this, you know, or having to respond to more, you know, burglaries and things like that, then ultimately that that's a good end game, if you will. Okay. So you sorry, also ben. bring up a good point though, with, um, for the top down agencies need to make sure that they understand with this new NIBRS standard, the, the stats that they had, that they would publicize to the media and, and even to the federal government are going to go up. They're going to change, right? We talked about UCR being, um, you know, one crime per incident, so right. to speak. With with the new incident, the NIBR standard, you're reporting everything related to an incident, which is great because now we have a holistic view of what's happening in an agency. Right. However, um, you know, you have to educate your leadership as well to make sure that they understand why these stats are changing. Crime's not going up in your area. You're just reporting it differently. And you have to also take that to the media level so that they understand that crime's not going to suddenly jump in their jurisdiction. It's just a different methodology that's getting reported. And that and that's a key point to understand. I mean, especially for your, you know, your administration at that level and making sure that your citizens understand that, exactly. right? Um, that Because if you all of a sudden have... It looks like, you know, that your crime is increasing, right, and at a dramatic rate, and then that's not necessarily the case. So there needs to be some communication to make sure that everybody is on the same page, if you will. Okay, so moving to Hexagon then, Gino, what is the best solution that we have, if we have a solution that's going to help these agencies as they're making that transition over? Well, on-call records as a solution, I mean, you know, NIBRS validation is, is built into, it's designed, and we understand, you know, as we're moving forward that, you know, the crime reporting and everything else. So it, it's going to help um, agencies transition because it's going to provide, you know, step-by-step workflows and what you need to um the information that you need to put in there to make sure that you get the validations correct and everything else, it's going to warn you. If I don't have something correct, you know, it's going to warn you and let you know. So it's, it's a robust system um, built in um, that, you know, that agencies will be able to go through and be able to do the step-by-step. So it's, it's an overall good solution for the NIBRS. You know, and, and we have to understand NIBRS is, you know, U.S.-based, right? So from a just a product perspective, we have the capability, you know, there's other regions and in, in globally information that other, you know, that they need to report on as well. So, you know, we're, we're working on making sure that, it, you know, whether you're, you know, in the United States or Canada or wherever it might be, that you have that the records management system addresses your needs and, and reporting needs and things like that. So on-call then is definitely going to help with that NIBRS compliance. Is it going to help these agencies beyond just making that compliance move? Well, sure, because it's more than compliance, right? I mean, capturing the data and everything else and writing reports. I mean, it's, it's you know, investigation. It is um, jail management. It is um, being able to, um, you know, 
you know, report on what's going on, the analytics and uh, trends and things like that. So that's what the overall solution gives you. So certainly it is a big part of it, right? Um, um, The NIBRS compliance or or just any reporting type of things. But, you know, with the investigation stuff and everything, it helps to actually work through an incident from beginning to end, right? You start in the CAD, you know, the CAD world, the dispatch world, if you will. And to be able to work it all the way through, um, you know, from detectives um, that are, you know, investigating the crimes, you know, collecting crime scene and evidence and things like that. So that's what the, the, the product as a whole does for you. Yeah. I mean, incident and NIBRS compliant is just one module of a full product suite. You know, um, the, the application itself lends itself to user groups beyond just the patrol component and the incident reporting, as Gina said, um, you know, there's modules beyond just the NIBRS component that a full RMS utilizes. Absolutely. All right. Well, I want to give a big thank you to both of our guests here today, Ben Van Horn and Gina Stedman. Um, if you want more information about today's topic, visit www.hexagonsafetyinfrastructure.com. And to listen to additional episodes or to learn more, please visit hxgnspotlight.com. We want to thank everybody for tuning in. Zach, Ben, and Gina, thank you very much. For more information on today's topic, visit hexagonsafetyinfrastructure.com. And to learn even more and listen to additional episodes, head over to hxgnspotlight.com. Thank you for joining us here on HXGN Radio. HXGN Radio.